We're going to be reading from Matthew chapter 2. This is one of the Christmas stories. It's perhaps not the most familiar Christmas story, but a lot of you would know of it, I'm sure. Uh, it's a little bit of a, uh, an unusual story. It's a little bit of a maybe even strange story. Matthew is the only one who includes this story as it uh, describes some of the events surrounding the birth of Jesus. Uh, actually, it's, uh, it is actually very clear that this uh, occasion, uh, there was a Christmas miracle. And so uh, as we read this, perhaps we can figure out uh, maybe why Matthew decided to include this particular story. I believe the uh, scriptures will be on the screen as I read together. You can read it in your own Bible or just uh, look at that on the screen. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, magi, or wise men, from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard that he was, this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem and Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. And this is a prophecy from uh, Isaiah. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will be a shepherd of my people. That's actually Micah, I believe. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you have found him, report to me so that I may go and worship him. After they heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. It's uh, pretty clear that uh, a miracle happened here. How else would several men be able to find out where they were going uh, without stopping to ask for directions? You know, this... Uh, Proceeds, of course, the uh, the days when we could just find out where we're going, use our, our our cell phones, our electronic devices, the GPS. We should all praise God for the GPS. There are many more men now that are arriving at their destination. Of course, um, even a few years ago, I was on the original mission planting to Los Angeles, at least for our church, Los Angeles Church of Christ, which if you didn't know and you're visiting with us, we're over 6,000 members all over the greater Los Angeles area. This is just a small part of our group. Uh, we started in 1989. Mary Kay and I were here. There were 50 of us. And uh, 
one thing that the, the two things that we said we had to bring everywhere we went is our Bible and our Thomas guide. Because we were new to Los Angeles and a lot of you don't even know what a Thomas guide is. It's a relic, go downtown, Los Angeles Museum of Contemporary Art or something there. There's a Thomas guide. And that's you remember that, right, John? Yeah, that's the only way we could get around anywhere. Uh, GPS is actually better. But clearly this was a miracle that God did. And these men, we don't know, we know so little about them. They're called the Magi, the wise men. It says they came from the east. Most people would assume that that's modern day Iran or Iraq. You know, hundreds of miles away. And God led them on this journey. Can we say it this way? God led this on this, them on this spiritual journey. He gave them a reason to believe that the Messiah, Jesus, the Christ, had been born. And he led them from wherever they were. And you know, uh, this is the days when they traveled by camel instead of jaguar. So if this was hundreds of miles away, then this would have taken not just days. This trip would have taken weeks, maybe even months to be able to get there. But finally they arrived at the birthplace to see the baby Jesus. How should we relate to that? As we take communion together... I would like for you and I, you and me, and all of us here who have made a decision to follow Jesus, to think about the spiritual journey that God has led you on. Just like these men, perhaps you came from far away. Perhaps it took a lot of time. There were sacrifices and there were challenges along the way, but... If any of us in here are saved, it is not just because Jesus came, but because God has led us to Jesus. And in that sense, we all, all of the saved in this room and around the world, we're all Christmas miracles. Just like these men. And, nobody, and just like we don't know much about them, other people and maybe most people know very little about your story, but you've been on a journey. I look forward to getting to heaven, and hopefully the, uh, the wise men will be there. And, uh, you know, they continued in their faith and such and worshiping of, of the Lord. And I'd like to ask them a few questions. What led them to faith? How did they, why were they convinced? Why did they mix this journey, this sacrifice? But, and I'm sure they would be able to tell me. But it illustrates something. The spiritual journey that we've all been on. And of course, their, their gifts that they brought illustrate they understood who Jesus was. You know, these are not the normal gifts that you give to people when they have a baby. I had several children and nobody ever brought gold, <laughs> incense, or myrrh. I got casseroles and huggies. That's what we got. But the gift signified they understood this was no ordinary child. The gold would be a gift that you would give to a king. 
representing the understanding that he was royalty. The incense is something that would be part of worship a priest might do in uh, interceding between God and man. And certainly Jesus was to be a, a priest for us, to intercede for us, for our salvation. And then the myrrh is most interesting because we wouldn't be necessarily familiar. Myrrh was uh, an oil that was used to anoint, but even more specifically, it was used in embalming people after they had passed. And perhaps it's symbolic of the fact that Jesus, and from his birth, he was destined to die. And he was destined to be die for our sins. The gifts. Then also, it wasn't just they presented the gifts. What did they do? They bowed down and worshipped him. If you understand who Jesus is today, that's the only appropriate response is to bow down and worship. I wonder how many worshipers of Jesus there are here today. Certainly in our world, there are many people who respect Jesus, but they are not necessarily worshipers of Jesus. There are many people who celebrate Jesus this time of year. But they are not necessarily worshipers of Jesus. There are even people who believe that Jesus was the Son of God. But it's possible to believe in Jesus and still not be a worshiper of Jesus. What's clear is that the Lord wants to bring all of us on a spiritual journey to come to the feet of Jesus. Not just to acknowledge Him, not just to respect Him, not just to celebrate Him, but to worship Him. So as we take communion this morning, I want us to reflect on what Jesus really means to you. And I hope that if you haven't made that decision yet, that you will soon make the decision to live for Jesus, to worship Jesus. If you've made that decision, I hope that you'll reflect on, with particular personal gratitude, about the journey that God, the Lord, has led you on, that led you to Jesus even today. Let's bow together. God, we just want to mention and think and meditate and reflect and praise you for sending Jesus. But not only that, you didn't just do that sent him some thousands of years ago in another country, in another land, across an ocean. But you've worked powerfully in the world. You've worked powerfully in our lives to give us the opportunity and to lead us on our own miraculous spiritual journey, to lead us to the feet of Jesus. Thank you, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.